Hi, everybody. Uh, my name is Madison, and this is my first podcast, and I hope you guys enjoy the content. So welcome to this episode. It's called The Weight of Waste, Business Battle Against Environmental Impact. I'm, I'm going to be your guide through the complex world of sustainability in business today. So we're tackling a topic that's out of sight for most, but should always be in mind. The topic is waste. It's not just about scraps on a plate or the refuse bin at the corner. It's a spreading issue spanning from plastic bottles that bob on distant shores to clothes that cluster our closets before meeting a landfill waste. Big and small businesses are waking up to the ripple effects of waste. And as future leaders and consumers, we have to take a stake on this. Like, we have to do something, you know? So let's go ahead and pull back the curtain on the waste costs, the innovations cutting it down, and why every company should care. So strap in as I dive into this trash talk that's anything but wasteful. So let's unfold a reality that's as persistent as materials we're about to discuss. Plastic and textile waste. All right, so imagine for a moment. A river of waste so vast it flows beyond the eye can see. This is not a scene from a disturbing film, but a reality we're facing with plastic pollution. National Geographic reporters that National Geographic reports that a significant portion of plastic ever produced still lingers in some form, much of it polluting the very lifeblood of our planet and our oceans. So, as we dress and redress, the clothes we discard weave another tale of waste. The EPA highlights the textile industry role in crowding our landfills. It's not just about the space it occupies, but the narrative it tells of our consumption. These materials don't just disappear. They stay out. They outlive us, actually. They outstay us and underline the urgency for change. So let's talk about the sea. So in the sea, where marine life should forage, you know, microplastics have become unwelcome inhabitants. On land, our fashion footprints leave a trail of textile debris that begs the question, how long before we're knee-deep in consequences of our own making? Like, how long before it takes the wrong turn in the one that we can't go back and fix? It leaves you wondering that question, right? That's something like, you should think about, but it's not all dire business are all dire. Businesses are awakening to the call for sustainability. So stay tuned as we explore on how innovation and corporate responsibility are begging to turn the tide. After all, the weight of waste is a burden we all bear, but we also have the power to lighten. Password. Uncovering the corporate growth waste management right is one thing to discuss the problem, but it's another to see action. Let's explore how some trailblazers are turning the tide. First, we have Patagonia. They're not just an outdoor gear 
but about making it last. Patagonia's Worn Wear program encourages us to rethink our throwaway habits. They offer repair services, resell, used gear, and recycled pieces at the end of their life. It's a cycle that keeps clothing out the landfills and in action. And the results, they're seeing a reduction in waste and a cultural shift. Customers are buying to the idea of quality over quantity, but it's been challenging. Changing consumer mindset is a mountain of its own. Patagonia is still climbing it. One repair zipper at a time. Then, then we have Adidas. Imagine lacing up shoes made from ocean plastic. That's the kind of innovation Adidas is sprinting with. Their partnership with Parley for the oceans is a game changer. Turning plastic waste into high-performance sportswear? That's like, that's wild. That's crazy. Improvements. They've saved millions of plastic bottles from polluting the sea. Challenges? Let's talk about those. Scaling up, it's a massive undertaking to transform supply chains to prioritize recycled materials. But with a commitment to eliminate virgin plastic from their products, Adidas is running a marathon that could lead to a more sustainable future one that we all could use. And as we see, it's about more than just making less water. It's about making less waste. So stay with us as we take a dive into how these challenges were overcome and what this means for for us, the consumer, you. In this segment, that I'm about to go into, we're exploring the innovative strategies. Companies are pioneering to tackle the massive challenge of waste management. We're not just talking about recycling bins and reusable bags. It's a revolution starting at the core of business operations. And when I say it's a revolution, that means it's a revolution starting, okay? So let's start with the production design. Companies like XYZ Court are re-imaging products for a circular economy. Their new line of gadgets isn't just smart. They're designed for disassembly, meaning every part can be reused or recycled. This isn't a small ship. This is a complete redesign of the product lifestyle. Moving on to the supply chain brands like EcoWare, leverage technology to track materials back to the source, ensuring sustainability at every step. By prioritizing materials with lower environmental footprints, they're reducing waste and setting a new industry standard. And what about us, the consumers? Companies are getting savvy and with engagement. Take Recloth, for instance, which introduced an app to track your fashion footprint, giving you credits for recycling old clothes. It's not just about making eco-friendly choices. It's about being a part of a sustainability community. These steps haven't come without their hurdles. Material sourcing issues, cost implications, and the consumer habit inertia are just the tip of the iceberg. We haven't even made it there yet. Through innovative partnerships and serious grit, these businesses are proving it's not just possible to overcome these barriers. It's essential. Like, it is is a main priority for these companies to get this done because if not, we're the iceberg is going to melt and we're just going to be 
I don't know. It's it's all just something to think about. This is just a glimpse into sustainable businesses and practices reshaping our planet's future. So stay with us while we hear um, talk about the economic impact of these strategies. Thanks for listening. Also, um, hope you guys are enjoying. Stay with me. So as we dive back into the topic of waste. We're exploring into how consumer behavior is reshaping the marketplace. It's a green revolution led not just by brands, but by the buyers themselves. In the, in the sustainability wave, customer reactions have been both a compass and a catalyst for change. For example, when brand A announced its zero waste initiative, the response was electric. Social media buzz with support, sales spiked, and the messenger was and the message was clear. Sustainability sales. That's all they had to like put out there on social media with sustainability sales. So it's more than just sales, it's a dialogue. Consumers are now part of the conversation, demanding transparency and accountability. This dialogue has sparked a notable shift in consumer behavior. Thrift stores are thriving. Upcycling is trending in single use and becoming a social unreal supporter. The impact? Companies are pivoting with giants like Retailer B offering resale options and manufacturer C investing in compostable materials. These aren't just passing trends, but the new market realities. And the ripples of these changes are evident. Their secondhand market is projected to double in the next five years. That means it's moving pretty fast. Eco-friendly products are outperforming their traditional counterparts. It's clear green is not just good, it's good business. Good business is good money. That's why money's green. You know, I always said that. As we wrap up in this segment, remember that in every sustainable choice and purchase is a vote for the kind of the world we want to live in. Next, we're talking about the economic ripple effects of sustainable practices. So stay tuned. As we're near the end of today's journey into the world of waste management, let's reflect on what we've uncovered. We've seen the staggering scale of waste from plastic in our oceans to textiles in our landfills. We've highlighted businesses like Patagonia and Adidas who are redefining waste as a resource. And we've celebrated the consumers whose voice and choices are reshaping the marketplace. Now it's over to you. Consider the role you play in this ecosystem. How will you reduce your waste footprint? Will you support businesses that prioritize the planet? Think on it. Act on it. Until then, keep the conversation going and keep pushing for change. My advice is, well, my opinion for me, how I'm going to reduce my waste footprint is I'm going to start recycling my clothes. I'm going to use eco-friendly products. I'm going to try to be less wasteful because I honestly did not know about half the stuff that I learned today or learned while doing this project. Um, especially, I did not know that Patagonia uh, resells clothes or they 
fix the clothes. I, I never knew that. Uh, that's something great to know. And I definitely didn't know Adidas used plastic bottles to make their products. Like, that's all news to me. That was really shocking. So I hope that was interesting to you as well, as it was not only for me. Um, but as we wrap up on today's episode of The Weight of Waste, I want to thank every one of you for tuning in. Your engagement and passion for sustainability are what makes this journey so rewarding. So stay tuned for our next episode where we'll dive into the world of renewable energy and its game-changing impact on businesses and the environment. Until then, keep making those green choices and pushing for a sustainable future. This is Maddie signing off from Plug Talk. Catch you next time on the next wave of change.